The rain was coming down like big fat teardrops, straight from heaven. I glared up at the sky, hating the weatherman for promising clear skies for the entire week. Because of him, I'd left my umbrella at home along with my coat. Instead, I had dressed for a cool autumn day in jeans, a hoodie, and my favorite pair of Converse, the ones that I'd been holding on to since I was 16, the ones that had a hole in the right sole. Now, as I raced from my car to the nearest entrance of the skyscraper that was my ultimate destination, I felt like a drowned rat. My clothes clung to me, my hair soaked through even with the hoodie up, and my feet were wet and cold, making a loud squishy sound as I ran. Squishy was the ultimate gross-out for me. The word, the sound, the feeling. Everything about it made me shudder. Yet there I was, soaked and squishy. Barf. Someone held the door open, and I called a thank you from over my shoulder as I hurried past them. The lobby was cool, because despite it being November, the AC was still blasting. Any other day, I would have been perfectly happy for the frigid temperature. But today, I felt frozen all the way to my bones. As I rushed through the ground floor, I went through the metal detectors. But unlike everyone else, I bypassed the security desk. No one blinked an eye as the homeless-looking chick, me, hurried toward the bank of elevators. They were used to me showing up and knew better than to stop me, even if I was in clothes that looked like I had gotten them from Goodwill, while everyone else was in expensive suits, handmade Italian leather shoes or heels that could have paid my rent for three full months. My teeth were chattering by the time I got to the elevator and punched the call button. Come on, come on. I knew that repeatedly hitting the button and cursing the damn thing was not going to get the metal box to move any faster. That didn't stop me from doing it, though until I heard the distinctive ping, and the doors opened. I just wanted to get upstairs, get this day over with, then go home and fall into a nearly scalding bath to chase away the coldness that made my fingers numb and my feet ache. Twelve people stepped off the elevator. It was lunchtime, but with the torrential downpour outside, I was surprised they hadn't opted to order in and eat at their desks. Once it was empty, I stepped in and stabbed the top button with a nerveless finger. Four other people were waiting, but no one joined me, and I was completely okay with that. I was dripping all over the tiled elevator floor. My hair was dripping into my eyes, and a few drops clung to the end of my nose. I looked and felt gross. If I was lucky, I wouldn't catch a cold. But my luck had obviously run out for the day. As the elevator ascended, it made a few stops along the way. When the people waiting for the ride saw me standing in the corner, they quickly backed out, muttering to themselves that they would just get the next one. I barely paid them any attention. Too used to that reaction from nearly everyone. They couldn't see beyond the comfortable clothes I opted to wear, or the terrifying scar across my neck. Rather than have to talk to the boss's freak of a sister, they avoided me like I had Ebola or some shit. I couldn't have cared less. I'd given up caring about what people thought of me years ago. The elevator came to a smooth stop, and the doors glided open. 
As I stepped off on the top floor, I was instantly assaulted by little arms wrapping around my legs, making me topple to the floor. The overhead lights blinded me as all 52 pounds of my godson landed on my stomach. His adorable smile was missing a front top tooth, making my heart do a painful flip-flop in my chest. You're late, Aunt Ash. It's pouring rain outside, bud. I nearly drowned just walking across the street. I didn't try to get up. There was no use. I was going to be there as long as Jamie deemed acceptable. Now that I was face to face with the reason I was even out of bed on such a miserable day, I wasn't in such a hurry to get home again. I gave him an exasperated sigh when he just stared down at me. The things I do for the only man who owns my heart.